The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, we're starting to get some guests back on here now that we're uh, kind of going, got through the holidays, into the winter, and then start gearing into the spring. And, you know, a lot of us have a little more time. I know I have a little more time, so I'm really trying to get some guests on here. So, friend of the show, we've got Charles with Stepping Stone Landscaping. How's it going, Charles? I'm going great. How are you doing, Naylor? I'm good. Well, welcome back. I think it was the third or fourth time, I think. You're, yeah. You know? Gosh. Yeah. Man, friend of the show. I yeah. like that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's but it's for good reason that, that I try to have you on here because so much changes like uh, you kind of remind well th- at one point it was like that with uh, you remember will with yeah, Will's yeah, lawn yeah. service yeah so he, he was always like getting new equipment changing this changing that setup it's like every time i saw him on instagram or, or saw him somewhere he always had something new so i would try to get him you know on a youtube video or a podcast too because this is always just something new so yeah you know you're it's it's like that with you now but on, on a whole nother scale <laughs> you know because he's a solo guy and everything you're and you're you are have a growing business and you are up to how many trucks now you said you lost count what eight seven or eight seven so we just got our seventh truck which will be our fifth crew so we have two trucks that are my truck and then uh, my operation manager's truck is out of the field if you will Mm -hmm. and then five operational but um yeah it's crazy from going from one to to seven and yeah this is going to be year this is going to be year seven for us um coming up nice it's weird saying that out loud yeah 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 time flies but um, uh, the last time you were on here, we when we talked, you were getting ready to move out of storage, yep. and move into this shop, which is where we are now. Which is where we are now, and and you, you took me on a tour the last time when it was just empty, and I was like, man, this is amazing. And then I'm like, man, I need to come back because I'm, you know, that was like in in the summer. Yep. So here it is, January. It's, it's almost it was like what six months ago, probably yep. or something. And exactly. I'm like, surely something had to have changed. I mean, you probably moved in relatively quickly and, you know, ironed out all the kinks and you probably got a good workflow and I want to check it out selfishly enough. So, you know, thank you for allowing me to to come and spend some time here and and check it out. And I definitely took some video. I'm I'm not going to be able to commit to when that video is going to (laughs) come out, but because the other video still isn't out yet. But uh, when I... On the last podcast in the summer, I was like, I'll be on the lookout for that video of the storage tour. So first, we got to get the storage tour out where you all the how many storage units did you have? Gosh, I got to remember. I got to go a lot. Back. Is it six yeah. or seven? Yeah. Um, and then we had all the parking spots. But yeah, um, you're just like over it. You're on to new stuff. On. You're like, well, I'm excited <laughs> for that video to come out, Naylor. Yes. Intense. You know, let's get that going. Because uh, yeah. I'm honestly, you, know, you see a lot of shops out there, but I've, I've when I was building out the storage units, I didn't have a lot of ideas yeah because um, most people who use storage units just throw all their stuff in there and call it a day right i really try to utilize it as the you know as a shop 
you know, we, we treated it as a shop. We, right. We were, uh, we were there. So. Yeah. The only other shops are the only other storage setups I've seen are the ones that when people are allowed to treat it like a shop and yeah. like take all the walls down, like yeah. they, they just happen to be able to have a whole bunch in a row. Like I know you had a bunch in a row and then you had like a straggler in the middle and then yep. you had another one and all that because you couldn't, you just wanted to like buy out that one yeah. guy. Like, can you just move so move. we can have, the, you know, but so like when people do have a lot in a row, you know, they, they, they're able to take walls down and it was like, they just had one shop with several bay doors, you know. Yeah. So of course, as we know, it depends on the location, the storage people, the management. You had a, a tough time with them, and you know, so so many, so there's so many pros and cons to storage, but it's not always, it's not always going to be the same for everybody. It, it all depends on so many variables, but that is a common theme is to use storage. And I think that you had a tremendously efficient and effective way of utilizing storage. So I definitely need to get on that video so I can get that out so you guys can see that. And then also the new shop tour that you just gave me today. Um, but so here we are and we're in your conference room. <laughs> I know. Didn't think <laughs> I'd say that six months yeah, ago. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing, pretty in inspirational. And um, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you for sure. Thanks, and um, I'm sure that's something you can reflect on in 2022. So that's, that's kind of what I wanted to focus on this year is uh, our focus on this episode is talking about last year, you know, reflecting on 2022 and then planning what are the, your plans for 2023. I know that's what I've starting to record some episodes for myself talking about that and anyone else that I, that I can interview, I'm going to have the same kind of theme since it's, you know, the beginning of January, beginning of the year, probably the whole month of January, I'll focus on that theme because I think it's important, you know, like see where people have gone and, you know, come and gone and, and, and what, what, where they're going and it will hopefully help inspire people as well as sometimes you feel really alone as an entrepreneur. And if you don't have a lot of peers or mentors around you in your area, other than social media, you feel really disconnected and you don't even know if some people are experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing. You think you're just the only one dealing with some of this stuff or even if it's like good stuff, you don't have anyone to really celebrate with and it could just seem like a like a lonely place sometimes. So yeah. <clears throat> I just try to take these opportunities to, to just talk about some similar topics so that we can get kind of everyone's spin on it so that we know how connected we really are and, and maybe an idea will spark for somebody else. Like, you know, like your store, like I definitely took some things from your storage setup. I got some magnetic hooks, oh, you yeah. know, and nice. things like that to put in there. And so, yeah, there's a lot of things that we can help each other out with. So, um, so how, how did 2022 go for you? And what, what, what are you, uh, what are your wins and opportunities? Uh, 2022 was a great year for us. Um, in a lot of different ways. Uh, I was thinking about this, you know, you didn't give me a lot of time to prepare. I know <laughs> but, uh, that's, um, that's my bad. I just, yeah, I didn't tell you what, what my topic was. I was like, Hey, can we get together? All right, sweet. <laughs> Tomorrow. Like whatever it was like a couple of days from now. Yeah. Well, luckily it is the fifth. So <clears throat> I've had five days to think about it. Um, just on the simple fact that I think everyone should do this at the end of each year is write down those exact things. I, I'm looking right here at a, com a complete, you know, coincidence is my stepping stone. 2022 briefing nice. that I have written. It's just a simple, just like some, some basic numbers and, um, you know, problems we had growth it even has next year's goals on there. It's you know, nice. nice little summary for myself. You really were prepared without even realizing it. because you were doing what we should all do we as should business, all, you know, business owners is, is, is reflect and right. say, Hey, you know, and you write those things down, like what's the biggest problem. Right. And I'll start with that is, you know, what a reflection was, I was, I'm starting to become a problem <laughs> with um, myself and just and just making sure as we continue to grow, making sure that 
my staff is it has enough work to do. Um, some days, some weeks we're overbooked, some weeks we're underbooked. Just staying on top of that—that's my goal for 2023. Is is putting more budgeted numbers to uh, times. You know, mowing for me, mowing, and this might be different for other people, but that's pretty straightforward. You know, once right. you set the routes, once you you know the prices doesn't change for us as far as the the mowing cost. Now, if we do extras, it's a different story, but. Hey, we want to have this many budgeted hours completed every day in mowing. There you go. Okay, simple enough. How do you get the budgeted money? It's how much we're charging for that mow. The enhancement crew is a little different story. You go, you know, a twelve-yard mulch job on one property is different than a twelve-yard mulch job on another property that has a big hill in the front or whatever it may be. So, what I run into sometimes is. We'll do it. I know how long the job should take. You know, my mind I went there and estimate priced it. I mean, those those jobs aren't priced the same, but I don't add a small job in there. You know, so it's you know that one job will be all day, and they get back at four o'clock in the afternoon. The other one they get back at two, and then they go and help the mowing crew. It's just because I'm you know trying to make sure everyone's staying busy, but it's a waste of time. And so that's my biggest goal is to when I book a job is to write the budgeted hours for those big jobs. And we're not talking, you know, a half a man hour. We're talking 20 man hours. Uh, big, in, let me just explain. Big job for me. Right, <laughs> right. We're not doing any kind of hardscaping. We're talking residential maintenance here, guys. Uh, right. Mulching, hedge trimming, that stuff. So that way I have a better idea where I can allow other people, my, my um, staff, you know, my assistant, my operations manager to, and even my, you know, my crew leader for the projects to see, oh, we're budgeted. I've got four guys working on my crew and we're budgeted 20 hours. We should be done in and out of here with, you know, a certain amount of time. What's my next job after that? Um, so that's my, that was my biggest problem that I, that I noticed was we left too much on the table. Our billable hours compared to our worked hours, um, there was too much of a discrepancy there. I want to, you know, that's our theme for 2023. I'll get into 2023 a little bit is efficiency. Right. We talked about it before. Um, let's see. The other thing, of course, problems is going to be employees. <laughs> like, like always, um, I took too many times. I took my foot off the, uh, foot off the gas. You know, we get, we go through a hiring spree. I get three guys. They're here for a month. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, we're great. We need one more, but we're, we're feeling okay. I'm going to take a breather. You know, I might even, uh, go out to dinner with my wife. Gosh forbid, you know? <laughs> and the next thing I know you lose two guys in two days. Yeah. And it's like, so I really need to focus on keeping my foot on the gas, especially during the growing season to where it's like, we need the bench strength to where if I need 14 guys, I should have 15 um, so that way, okay. If one leaves, which they, you know, and I have it in bold here. People will leave as, right. as great as I try to be as a, you know, as a leader, I, it, it people leave. what it is. And yeah, that's like, okay. And that's okay. Right. Um, the, the job is what the job is yeah. and, and people have their own issues and it is what it is. So those are my, t- my two biggest problems. <laughs> Obviously myself just budgeting on the um on the hours for the for the uh, enhancement crew and then of course the employees um how am i going to fix those things all right that's i've I've already talked about how i'm going to fix the the budgeting hours so i'm just going to have that on every single quote sheet is when i finish it when that quote goes out at the bottom of my sheet i have a spot now that says how long will this take 
period. You know, that's simple as that. And that will go into the job and service autopilot. So it's budgeted right there. Um, employee side, uh, this brings in a thing for next year is I'm looking at, hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens. My wife may be coming on board, um, in a, in a, I would say part-time to capacity to where she can help out with the HR side of things to where, you know, she does HR now, um, for, uh, for a large company. And, um, if she's able to, to come in and help out and, you know, this wouldn't be the only thing she's doing, of course, but this would take a big stressor off my plate of just teeing me up to where she can look at the applications, schedule some interviews. Hey, when's a good time for you to talk with Charles or whatever else? And then I, it's right, it's my calendar's right there. Okay, boom, boom, boom. I can talk to a, you know, a few people, mm-hmm. uh, which is a huge advantage. As you grow, you can, t- you know, yeah, you gotta take advantage of those kind of things. Yeah, you gotta start streamlining and get things off your plate a little bit. Yeah. But going back to 2022 reflection, right? Uh, we ended the we ended the year off with um, with ten ten people, um, eight guys in, in the field, if you will. Um, throughout the year, so we, that's ten including you. No, nah, eleven including me. Okay, um, but including Ryan, Ryan, ten including Ryan, yeah, and Sarah. Um, oh yeah, so let's let's so Sarah, just so everyone knows, Sarah, Sarah's is. my my assistant. She is amazing. Um, I hope she never listens to this because I will. In, throughout this episode, I'm going to talk a lot about her. Um, <laughs> she's definitely changed our business, which and I truly I've written about it in here as well. But um, and then Ryan is Ryan is my right hand man. He's been with us the longest. He is why Stepping Stone is where it is today. Um, is because he is a What's the word I should say? Um, he's probably the best landscape maintenance person I've ever met. Um, he can run circles around everybody, including myself. Um, but he was very blunt a couple of years ago. He's gotten to a point where he's he doesn't want to do that anymore. He wants to be in a position where he doesn't have to do that. And we were too small of a company. He stuck with me until we got to a point where we could get him out. So now he, um, his main focus is to make sure everyone else runs circles. Mm. Um, so he, he's here before everyone else, um, every morning, um, getting things, you know, ready to, ready to go. Um, you know, getting water coolers ready, getting trucks ready, getting all that stuff. And then during the day, something goes down, flat tire. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm belittling what he does because he does so much of it. He's basically is, uh, he, he's, you know, makes us do what we do. He's, he's your right hand man. Right hand man. Exactly. Yeah. Um, big thing about employees for next year or, um, you know, for this year, one thing we noticed when we did move into the shop was I didn't hire any more, you know, after we left the storage unit, I only hired four more people, three of which are still with me. So that should tell you a lot about nice. before then we hired 36. Wow. So hopefully it's the shop is kind of maybe enticing yeah. people a little bit more. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's definitely a challenge. I feel like, you know, like we talked about, I think off air, or maybe, maybe we talked about it on, on, on camera that <clears throat> it's kind of hard to, to seem and look like professional yeah. when you're just like, you know, chucking the truck, you know, you're just like, Hey, let's, I'll meet you in, in my trailer for, for, yeah. uh, or my, or the uh, storage unit for an interview or whatever. But I mean, you, you do what you got to do until you get there. Right. I, I get it, but it's definitely tricky. So, um, that's- my, yeah, my first interview started off at Panera and I kid you not, probably 50% of the interviews asked me, I thought I was applying for a landscaping job. Why, 
I don't want to work at Panera. Yeah. <laughs> and so oh, yeah, you, you start off in the, you know, yeah. already in the bad. It's like, okay, yeah. you're not working at Panera. I just don't, I'm not big enough. Oh, you're not really a real company. You know, yeah. what are you? I was like, right. okay, I got you. Um, <laughs> then we started, once we had a shop unit, you know, storage unit, Right. I had a table in there. You had the people in there I and mean, we're, we're sitting in there in the freezing cold, you know, propane right. heater on. Right. And they're just like, who is this guy? <laughs> so I can sell myself only so much. Right, right. Um, but a shop goes a long way. So I'm hoping. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how this goes this year. Yeah. Um, last year, again, back to the reflection side. When we had a huge year. We saw 75% growth um, in gross revenue. But the company grew in other ways, you know, tremendously. Uh, it was our first year with a full-time admin and operations manager. So... Um, Ryan, you know, officially became the operations manager last or so this fall of 2021. And so this past 2022 is his first full year doing it. Done a great job. Um, I had a part-time assistant all of 2021, but 2022 is when I had, when Sarah came on board, uh, I think February 1st last year and, uh, coming up on our year anniversary. I gotta remember that coming up. Um, but those two positions really allowed us to grow the way we grew. I mean, we grew a lot the year before, but once you get to a certain size, I remember uh, the lawn care millionaire saying many years ago, like a lot of businesses struggle when you get to that 500,000 marker, right. you know, it's just because you need the next level position, but can you afford them? You don't right. know. Yeah. So this year was great because it, we, we just grew, we grew rapidly. It was, it's stressful to grow that much. It also didn't help that we you know, acquired another company. Uh, right. We talked about on the other podcast. Right. right. Um, but having those two people in play really, uh, really allowed us to grow. We grew another mowing crew. So we went from two mowing crews to three mowing crews and we have our enhancement crew. Um, it was, and then of course we moved into the shop. Um, so it was a big, big year for stepping stone landscaping 2022. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, and then we look, we look at, um, you know, what's coming up 2023. And, you know, before we get into 2023, let's talk about you. I want to hear about your year. <laughs> what 20, 2022. How did your year go now? Oh man, I have a whole episode dedicated to this, but, okay. but no, I'll, I'll just, um, so you can, listen to the, yeah, you can listen to the detailed summary later, but, um, well, that one's not out yet, but I recorded it at any rate. How much time did you waste in 2022 looking up addresses to qualify a prospect? Probably a lot more than you realize. Losing time is losing money. Well, we have a solution for you. It's called My Service Area. My Service Area quickly pre-qualifies prospects based on their address and the specific profitable service area that you have created. Don't take our word for it. Here's what Charles from Stepping Stone Landscaping says about using My Service Area. My Service Area has quickly become an essential tool. The setup was easy, amazing customer service, and most importantly, it saves me money. My Service Area is a no-brainer solution to a very common time-wasting problem of looking up addresses. I highly recommend adding My Service Area to your website before the next spring rush. You know, Naylor talks about creating dense routes, and My Service Area is certainly a tool that can help you fine-tune your routes. Well, thank you, Charles. Now really is the best time to get started so that you will be in a great position to conquer 2023. Visit myserviceareacom slash LCR for a very special offer that will only be available for a limited time. The link will be in the description. myserviceareacom slash LCR. 
Welcome to Toro Tuesday. This week I want to talk about the multi-force leaf plow attachment. So this is literally a plow, but it's for leaves. So again, as always, if you want the visuals, go ahead and click the link in the episode description to take you to toro.com and you can uh, take you right to there to the page for the leaf plow and you can check that out uh, and see what it looks like. But basically it looks like a giant snow plow uh, with two wheels on the bottom and kind of like 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 a rake all the way along the bottom, you know, like the, it's all aluminum and it's it. So the the rake is kind of like like um, you know, like tines. It it, it literally looks like a, a giant rake, which helps you scoop up any debris and leaves. Uh, for you to push big piles of debris and leaves, where the blowers uh, may be, you know, as you know, if if you've done leaf removal before, and as you start blowing, you know, all the leaves out of the nooks and crannies, mulch beds ac- across the lawn, and you're clearing it all off. Eventually, you accumulate such a, a big enough pile that it's hard for you to move it, even with the most powerful backpack blowers. So it's it's a lot easier uh, for you to get the leaf plow, and then you can just push the piles wherever you need to go, to the curb to suck it up with a leaf vac, or into the woods if there's some natural areas that you're going to. Um, and, and so that that that's really beneficial for that. Uh, it does have a lot of like holes, you know, it's kind of almost looks like, like, um, like mesh to a certain extent all the way around, uh, the whole, the whole thing so that it kind of gives you that airflow. Uh, but basically it's just meant for easily moving wet leaves, debris, just big, massive piles of stuff from one place to another without damaging the turf. Because like I said, at the, uh, at the, on the bottom, it's just like a rake. So you're just kind of like combing through the, the, the turf as you're moving along, um, the piles of leaves and debris and it easily attaches to the multi-force uh the hitch attached hitch receiver it easily attaches there you can fold it up so that you can easily store it on trailers and and so on um and it's it's heavy duty you know i I misspoke it's not aluminum it's it's steel galvanized steel and it's just built to last and basically if you think about any leaf removal jobs that you've done in the past another example uh, where you would normally be tarping large piles of leaves, right? Because you get to that point where you've got these big piles of leaves and debris and you really can't move it anymore with backpack blowers. Like I said, what do you do a lot of times? You you either blow those piles onto a tarp or rake it onto a tarp and then you drag the tarp wherever you got to go. Again, to the curb, to suck it up or up in your trailer or truck bed or into the woods. Either way, you know, that's drag, that's tarping and dragging and it takes longer and more energy. So using a leaf plow eliminates the, the need to do that. You can just push those piles instead. So again, for all the full details and the visuals, since this is all audio, check out the link in the episode description for Toro.com. The, yeah, the highlights, the summary there, It's it was a year of second chances, right? I mean, you, you probably know more than most people that just listen to some stuff occasionally or watch some of my stuff occasionally. But, you know, you know firsthand that like I took it on the chin, you know, sucked it up and realized that like I'm, I must have done something wrong or allowed something to go wrong to lose one of my best part-time employees. Yeah. And, you know, just like reached out to that person one, you know, like one final time really because and when it when he initially left i reached out but there was nothing in return so anyway you know i I was able to have that conversation or kind of connect with him and have that conversation and sure enough he kind of 
confirmed some of my suspicions as to what could have been some potential reasons. And there was just some friction with him and another employee. And I just kind of let, wasn't really seeing it, you know, uh, soon enough and, and, and addressing it soon enough and all that. And so, I mean, I got rid of that, uh, that employee before he even told me that coincidentally. So, but in, <clears throat> so it was a year of second chances because I gave him a second chance. I gave myself a second chance. You know, I know a lot of people probably wouldn't do that, but you know, he, he's a really good asset to the team and you know he he came back and you know did, did a really good job S- subsequently he ha- has uh taken another break or taken a, a a pause but he said it's because he he had some other personal things that he had to deal with he it wasn't anywhere near like the before and he said you know if i have any hours coming up in the spring you know for maybe a couple of days a week you know he should be able to help me out with that he just needs to have set days so that he can work around his mobile detailing business that he's been trying to grow over the years. And then he, you know, he's got family obligations too. Like he has a, a son that has some special needs and things that, that he has to do a lot of things with. And he's, he was always asking for days off and stuff. And he's just starting to feel bad about that. So he's like, as long as we can have some, sp- some set days, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to come back and, and, and help out, be a part of the team and, and all that kind of stuff. So, and, um, you know, uh, there's along the way, there's a lot of other second chances. We'll say that I gave people, you know, like I had people come back and work for me again and I gave them a second chance and, you know, not, not all of the second chances worked out as well as others, but it was just a year of second chances, me trying to rebound and recover from 2021 where, you know, I lost that one employee, you know, kind of abruptly and then started losing, you know, every, like just couldn't find anyone to replace anyone at that point. Neither could anyone, right? You, everyone was struggling, just trying to keep who you had, let alone find new people that would last more than a day, a week, a month. And you're like, what is going on? Where, where'd all these people go? Like you even told me that crazy story, you know, about that person that was just, just living off of everything, you know, like all the food stamps and this and that and unemployment and, you know, special needs child and all this, and then getting under the table, some sort of knockoff DoorDash or whatever it was, you know, some random company, it wasn't DoorDash, but it was like that, some delivery service, he said. And it's like, you know, what the heck? Like, you know, people just don't work anymore. Mm -hmm. So trying to recover from that. And last year, I'm sure you probably feel the same. 2022, I think there was a little bit of an improvement with that. There was actually people applying for jobs. There's actually some decent people showing up for the interviews, all that kind of stuff. And I was able to hire some more people and, you know, unfortunately go through a few people because they just didn't work out, but it was, it was, it was progress. It was better than 2021 where it was just like, so overall, would you say 2022 good year, bad year? Yeah, no, 2022 was a good year uh, for sure because it was, it was a year of, of recovery. And like I said, second chances, like a second chance at my business. Like, you know, I, I know a lot of local peers and mentor, pe- uh, not mentors, but peers of mine that you might not even know that you might just know from me mentioning either went at a business or like they sold their business yeah. or they downsized their business really? um, or they just got out of maintenance altogether and stuck with their hardscape, whatever stuff they got going on because it was so ridiculous, yeah. you know, like um, in 2021 and last year they just were like done, you know, so <clears throat> last year. I was just trying to not be done and try to, you know, have a second go at it, you know, and just, just try and recover and, and regroup and, and all that. So, like I said, you know, you know, it was able to get the one guy to come back and some other folks came back and then they left or I let them go. And, you know, we, we, we've kind of gone through the motions, but at the end of the summer, I finally found the needle in a haystack, as you would say, uh, or as somebody, as, as is said, 
I was interviewing somebody for a part-time position. Turns out he's now my full-time crew leader. Wow. So Look at you. Who would have ever thought, right? I, like, you, know, I, you know what I love about you, Nailer, is your optimism. optimism. It's just like, you get kicked, and guess what? It's like, well, thank you, sir. You know? <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, you just got to keep moving keep forward. Moving you just got to figure it out, man. I'm I, glad I, to hear that. I, I don't have a choice. Like, what, am I going to go back to retail? Because that's yeah. not a thing. I'll yeah. just, you know, I might as well just jump off a cliff before I do that. Like, there's got to be something other than that. Yeah. So. You know, I just, I was determined to, to at least, you know, have, have, you know, salvage my business to a certain extent. I mean, I definitely had to like, it quickly reduced from like almost a hundred accounts down to like, like I let go a bunch of people and a bunch of people let themselves go down to like 70 something. And, and, you know, so all last year I stayed around the 70 something mark. I'm still at 70 something, Um, you know, but every spring, as you know, we, we always get an influx of, of, of folks. So, I yeah. mean, a lot of people get replaced, you know, with that turnover. So it just hasn't been like an extra influx of people where it's gotten past 70, but I also didn't have, you know, a rock star squad either in 2022. I was just trying to like put the pieces back together and like, okay, can we just have like a civilized year? I was able to go on vacation, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, we got through it much better than 2021, 2021. Like I felt like, <laughs> I felt like what the one time we talked on the phone, I, I was literally, I remember I was parked in a gas station and I was just talking to you and it's like, I, I kind of felt I, I had to like, looking back on now, I feel like you could have been like, are you okay, man? Do you have a gun in your hand? Oh, like, gosh, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like just go on vacation. We'll take yeah. care of it. Remember that remember. day? Yeah. I was yeah, just, yeah. you know, so, so those are some rough times, but, um, you know, I, I, I got through it and, and it doesn't mean that there won't be hard times in the future. It's just what literally what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's yeah. kind of a terrible saying as it is. It's just true. It's, it's facts, right? Like you go to the gym and you work out, you tear your muscles down and they grow back stronger. I mean, that's just, that's kind of how living things work. It's just, it's just, it is what it is. You know, yeah. it, it, if, if it's broken and it can't be fixed and that's it. But I mean, you know, if, if it's strained, if it's stretched, if it's torn and it's, and it's still nurtured back to health, it can grow back stronger, healthier, whatever. I mean, you prune a branch, you cut it and three more grow and it, you know, half an inch to an inch right below that cut. Like, you know, things are just going to keep getting bigger and badder and stronger. And so that's, that's all, that's, that's my philosophy. And that's what I try to stick with. I try to avoid that crazy stuff as much as possible, yeah. but you know, life kind of hands you stuff that you don't really expect and you just got to be able to adjust to it. So overall, I think 2022 was a good year for all those things, being able to come back from 2021 and, and on the uphill swing now, you know, finding my, my next crew leader, not realizing at the time, um, just getting through the summer, you know, uh, with, with him and, just kind of work, working it all out. Things really worked out for a reason, Yeah, you know, the, the way they did. So, so anyway, yeah, so that's, that's where we are now. It's, uh, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear it because that's the crew leader part. Um, it's tough and it's tough not only for, to find the crew leader, but also to keep them because a lot of times it's hard to find the crew member right? that will stick around and the crew leader gets burnt out by that. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's a circle. Um, we're at a weird position right now where I've got a lot of bench strength. <laughs> um, I'm going into, I guess the winter, you know, we've got a few more weeks of what I call the slow season. And then we really gear up, you know, we start mulching as long as the weather permits nonstop in the February. Right. Um, hopefully the last week of January is kind of shooting, but right now it's, you know, we're stretched. We're getting some cleanups, some odd jobs, but I'm bringing eight guys through. I have one guy on um, sabbatical. He went back to Wyoming for two months. Um, we're hoping he comes back. We'll see. Um, but 
anyways, you're going in and I have, okay, I've got four crew leaders that are solid, ready to start. And I need another crew leader for my fifth position. I want to hire from within and I've got, I've got bench strength to pick from. Um, I'm looking at them and I'm like, okay, I got not, I got four guys I could go to. Um, that's great. It's what well, it feels a pretty good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and I've, we're doing quarterly reviews right now. And when I do the end of the year review, beginning of the year, whatever you want to call it, I'm taking a decent amount of time. I'm usually talking to them for about 40 minutes. Um, and those people that, you know, I just ask them straight, you know, wait, where are you? You know, some are more hungry than others. You know, everyone has pros, everyone has cons. Um, but you never, you know, I remember, I think I listened to a podcast recently with, with uh, Corey Ballard was talking about, you don't want to not, you know, you might, he might be a great crew member, right? But if you don't promote him, he's going to go be a great crew leader somewhere else. Because you know, right. they only want, they're only, you know, you only want to cut grass for so long right. before you want to lead somebody else. or do something yeah. and you go keep going further. Right. Um, so it's a weird position to be in. So I'm thinking where I'm at right now is I need to start making billets. Um, where it's like, okay, this is your job title crew member, but guess what? You are a backup crew leader kind of thing. If a crew leader goes on vacation, you can step in. You're on my insurance to drive things like that to give them like, Hey, the door is not shut. Opportunity is not shut. It's still there. We just haven't grown big enough yet right. um, to support it. So that's a good idea. Yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting. Now I need a lot of crew members. Don't be right. wrong. I need to hire. Right. I think five um, by the uh, by March first is my goal. Um, so that's going to be fun. <laughs> but uh, that's one word. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit the ground running. Hopefully, this shop does you know helps us out. Yeah, but 2022 overall was a just a whirlwind of a year. I mean, I can't believe we're sitting here and I mean, I'm looking at it. I have a couch behind you. I know. I know. You know, it's like I have a refrigerator. Who would have guessed? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm truly, truly lucky about it all. Um, and it's all, you know, I do, I'm able to do it all because of where the guys, where the team, everyone's brought us to be. Yeah. Um, I really think Ryan has been a big key and I wanted to clarify for you and I want to clarify that the difference for me is uh, you, I believe, have said this before to me and maybe just in general. And I've definitely heard this plenty of other times, other people that it's it's beyond like the the word crew leaders is not normally used. It's like you need to find your right hand man or woman. You need to find your right hand person, the person that's going to you can really lean on and depend on to get. To just just as much done as you can, like the, the one that's gonna, just like I, I can't explain any other way, right? Yeah. That the right hand person, the the one that's gonna, if you need to stay and get stuff done together, you stay and get stuff done together. If you you know you know they have extra skills that you don't even have, like oh yeah, I can fix this for you, or I can build this for you, or I, we can do that real quick, and like someone yeah. that just has a little more passion and they, they just seem like they're a little more committed to everything. They're not, it's, it's not just, just a job. Like they just have that kind of work ethic, that business mindset. They're just all in, you know, it's just not, um, that's a little different than a crew leader because you can find crew leaders that are good leaders, but yeah. at the end of the day, they're punching out, they're going home, whatever. They're not necessarily like, they don't have that it factor. I feel like maybe that's a differentiator and some of them do. And then you got to make sure you get a position available for them. Right. You know, like I'm, I'm already looking at 2024, 2025, you know, project managers, field supervisors, you know, there's production managers, <laughs> right? There are positions that, cause I have built 
I say, I, we have built a great team here and I want to keep them. But these guys that I'm, that were trained and that we've taught and that know how we do things at stepping stone, like they like the culture, the community, the, the family atmosphere that only goes so far if the position doesn't reflect, right? Right. It doesn't matter. You know, these young guys are hungry. You know, the ones that I've got, you know, I've got, you know, no one wants to work, right? Well, some do because I, we have them and they're hungry and they're hustling and they're going out there and they're crushing it. But if I don't have a crew leader position available and then those crew leaders, if I don't have a foreman or operations manager or production, all those positions, I don't have those things. That's why I want to continue to grow. Right. Trust me. It's not because it's easier. <laughs> right. <laughs> Headaches are, uh, yeah, they become exponential, but, right. um, it gives people the opportunity. I like seeing this stuff. You know, we had our first wedding in um, 2022. So that was very exciting. Ryan got married. I was actually, you know, honored enough to be in it. Nice. Um, but was even what was even cooler than, than that was the fact that half a stepping stone was there. Nice. Uh, I mean, talk about, a, you know, the camaraderie. And then a few weeks later, we had another, another uh, crew leader proposed to his girlfriend. Um, wow. You know, those, I just, gosh, I someone says on their pockets, like, you know, you, you get to a point where you are winning through their wins, you know, yeah. because you, you know, you're, you gave them work to be able to afford that and to be able to feel secure enough to do that. Like it's extremely exciting and, and I'm very grateful to be a part of it. I want to continue to see it, you know, see that happen. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. But so, yeah, so I, I feel like I've found more than a crew leader. I found, you know, my right hand awesome. person, you know, yeah. like someone that like, I just, everything we do is just easier. Like everything that, that I've done in the past with other people is just so much easier now because it's like, he's just thinks very similar, you know, like, yeah. just like, Oh, well, yeah, let's just do this. Or what about that? Or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't have to hold his hand or, or, or tell him everything from scratch. He just has that same mindset you know he's worked in 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 landscaping lawn care hardscaping he's done fencing he's done irrigation he's done everything and anything you know he just was raised that way you know his dad is like a real like just just a real all-around yeah. guy that just does a lot of stuff and taught his son how to do a lot of things you so know? when you keep breaking all those things you just mentioned right. so you can fix them for exactly. you exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so but anyway so that I, I think that's that's a big game changer for me and I, i'm looking forward to the spring and you know hopefully it lasts a long time but you know you, you never know it, it, it is what it is but but I, while in the meantime while things are happening and while things are the way they are i'm gonna going to let it ride and do as much as I can and, and, and grow to the point where I need to grow. Um, and you know, hopefully he will help me along that, along that path. Cause yeah. I know, I know he wants to, so we'll, we'll just keep going as far as we can go. That's exciting. I'm happy for you on that. 2022. So that was, it's, it was a better year than 2021. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> I think that's a good sure. summary. Well, that wraps up this, uh, part one episode with Charles. I hope you guys have been enjoying our conversation. Um, as usual, when we get together, we have a great time chatting it up and it always goes, you know, hours into, uh, talking. So, um, I'm, I'm always, always look forward to sitting down with Charles. It's usually not as often as I would like, or as we would like probably, but we're all, we're always so busy. We got a lot going on. He's got a growing family. I've got a family. His business is growing like leaps and bounds, you know, like, like triple the amount that mine is, which has been his goal anyway. Um, not mine. So of course I want to grow my business, but you know, as you heard or will hear, um, was continually talking about it. 
you know, we, we have some different goals, but we, we definitely uh, have lots of tips and tricks for each other. And, you know, he's learned a few things from me. I've learned a lot from him and he, he just, he's just a great person to, to talk to and, and hang out with whenever we can squeeze in that time, right? Knowing that it's probably going to be hours that we're going to be together. Uh, so we try to make sure we carve in enough time. And, and even still, it's never seems like it's enough. We're always like, oh man, I got to go or we got to go or whatever. And we're like, kind of, you know, forcing ourselves to wrap up the conversations so we can, you know, run out to the next thing that we have to do, or even if that's just going home and having dinner with, with the fam, you know, with our fam families and stuff. But, um, anyway, I wanted to split this up because, uh, it, it, it was quite the, quite the long talk. And I just want you to guys, guys to have some time to process some of the things that we talked about already and prepare for the next episode on Thursday so that you can, you know, finish, um, you know, digesting everything else that we talk about in, in, uh, in the rest of our conversation. So Charles truly is friend of the show. Uh, we, we really have a good time talking. So I, I will catch you guys on Thursday's episode. Thank you guys for listening as, as always. And thank you to the Toro company for sponsoring the LCR media podcast until the next episode or until Thursday's episode, the part two, this is the lawn care rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.